Welcome to a Just a Medium podcast. I'm your host, Katrina, and join me as we uplift our health, tap into our power, and challenge the status quo. Every episode, a step towards a life of intention, authenticity, and inspired action. Let's venture into our hearts and what's possible when we dare to do things differently. Welcome back to Just a Medium. This episode is a spotlight on Empower Her, where spirituality meets enterprise and intuition becomes our trusted board member. I'm Katrina, your guide through the interplay of the metaphysical and the material, exploring how we as women can harness our inner wisdom and create external success. So each episode is an invitation to align deeper with our purpose, our business, our family, and our true self. We are tapping into the unforeseen forces that drive success, intuition and spirituality in the business realm, trusting your gut and letting your inner wisdom lead the way. So we're going to look into exploring those intuitive callings. Acknowledging your intuitive calling is the first step towards empowerment. It's about tuning into that gut feeling when making decisions, about sensing the energy of a potential deal, or simply knowing when an idea just feels right. Have you experienced that moment of clarity, that feeling in your gut where you just have a knowing or a feeling to trust to go in that direction? This is our innate guidance system. Acknowledging and noticing the call and feeling the urge or the instinct drawing you that way, this is how you show up to be pulled towards something greater, something more deeply aligned with who you are. Ah, sometimes these don't even make sense, but you just know you have to do them anyway. This is how we stay in trust and in alignment. They can just be as small as I was driving home from work about three weeks ago and I had this intuitive calling, go and get in the pool. I was thinking like, what? Go and get in the pool and swim laps. Like I haven't swam laps in a pool for years. I think maybe even since 2020 or 2021 when I was pregnant with my first daughter and I just knew it. I felt it so deep in my soul that I went home, I got in my togs, I drove back to the pool and I got in that water and I swam some laps and I have been swimming those laps ever since. I'm not sure what could have been the intervention of that day if I hadn't followed that calling, but I knew with every cell in my body that there was no dismissing that calling that day. So that's an amazing example of how it doesn't necessarily need to make sense to have to trust that calling, but when we just trust the universe can stay and flow with us. We work in union with spirit, so that divine partnership means we're never alone, but if we are asking for the callings or the intuitive guidance, then there is a certain element of meeting spirit halfway. Another way that we can meet spirit halfway and work in unionship with spirit is being more mindful in business um, and 
meditation is obviously a very key tool that we can use to reduce stress and to gain further insights. Um, So this art is going beyond our instinct. It involves a daily practice, so becoming part of our routine and ignites that inner mindfulness. It's finding that tranquility and sharpening that compass to navigate the business world with more clarity and to be grounded Uh, in the business world. It's very easy to become heightened, to be caught in the chaos and coming back down grounds us, helps us see that no matter what's being thrown at us today or the stress that other people are feeling, we can move through this with ease and we don't need to take on all of the stress and discomfort that's around us. So a few minutes of silence each day can lead to louder triumphants in the boardroom. These moments of silence can be as simple as going into the bathroom cubicle and just having a couple of moments to yourself to take some deep breaths, recenter yourself and move forward. Some Uh, tricks and tips that I have used, particularly when working in a traditional business sense, is at the start of the day, waking up a little bit earlier and setting that into a routine. I would go for a walk. Uh, If I couldn't go for the walk, I would lay in bed. I guess take a forward scan of the day. So thinking about what tasks were ahead of me, what the day could look like, could there be any potential risks or surprises coming. Preparing myself in a in a way in my mind to be able to handle those experiences and just having my day forefront of of my mind. So going into the day and being really prepared mentally, emotionally and centered. This tool led to much greater outcomes and much more calm days, particularly when working in in quite stressful and high intensity situations. Um, So yes, some of the signs and signals that might appear from spirit are coming in forms of everyday messages. So paying attention to what uh, numbers you might be seeing or little signs or symbols that resonate with you. Sometimes they're like breadcrumbs on a trail, giving us confidence and clues each step of the way. Following them and believing in the serendipity of seeing these signs, it's just allowing the universe to show us the map that they are guiding us with. Sometimes a warning or or a message I need to see could come in a dream. Then you have that foresight to think, oh, like think about that and process what that could look like, or it's uh, having some meaning behind it. Um, But these are also showing up in daily unexpected opportunities, chance meetings. I'm sure that we all have a moment like that that resonates with us as we um, think into or tune into that situation. Staying open to the trust and trusting that the universe is guiding you because unshakable faith allows the universe to back you. Um, In the tapestry of entrepreneurship, the signs and synchronicities are the threads that guide us towards success. It can just be the unexpected um, opening up those new doors and connections that we need and asking for that help, asking spirit for that help and that guidance, particularly when we're in startup, they are the days, Uh, just praying for the messages and the guidance that you need for the day to move through it. One particular topic I really want to delve into today is how we start to introduce spiritualism into our traditional business. We go from setting things, and this is a really common one. I feel like every business has been told to create one of these or or enterprise uh, create a set of values. 
I'm going to talk about the difference between values and intentions. So when you set a value, I value customer service, I value inclusiveness, I value culture, and they are all things that you can control. But when it comes to spiritualism and business, you have to change gears from control to trust. Trust, allowance, flow. These are the things that even today when I say, if I'm in my traditional business mind and sense of feeling, they make me feel uncomfortable. And it's extremely important to feel uncomfortable because when we are uncomfortable, there is new things that we can grow through and growing is how we get through all of this. We expand our business, we expand our mind. Going back to setting values versus intentions. Every day I might look at my intentions when I walk into my business. I hold the intention to treat everybody with no judgment versus I look at my business every day and I see that there is a value of customer service. One of the things that I notice is if I'm speaking to a client and my heart doesn't feel activated, if my voice hasn't dropped into my heart, I will not respond in a manner that is of spirit. So this is something I've attuned myself to notice within myself and every single person can do this. When I'm working with my heart center and speaking from that place or connecting with a customer on that on that sort of um, level, I feel whole, like there is no judgment. Um, everything that everyone does is perfect for them. There is always a guiding message around them that's coming through. This is the beauty of engaging that energy. And you can feel the difference in your voice when you speak between the energy of heart, love, flow, trust, spirit versus that traditional business and the way things need to get done. You must do the work to get things done. There's a certain hardness in the tone versus a certain softness where you can feel the, the, the sort of more love energy coming from it. And yes, it's true. Like in any business, we need to show up and put in the effort. Traditionally, we might have said you need to do the work. However, it's about putting in the effort and behind effort is intention. So sometimes you do need to commit to staying up later when you want to be sleeping because at the end of the day, if it was easy, everyone would do it. There is a balance when it comes to um, introducing life force back into your business. We're talking about literally giving your business a heart and a heart beat. If your business can be in the feeling of heart coherence, it's a process of meditation that you can come into and activate your heart center and send out heart coherence. So like waves of energy and it balances the energy around you within you. And, um, you know, you can send it out to as far as around the universe. It's a very beautiful tool and practice that I do do daily for myself. And at the end of the day, like if your business doesn't have a heart, then what are your customers responding to? They're responding to a control of values that you're going to show up every day and fulfill versus being fulfilled by being at work and living by your intentions. What's the difference? It's the smallest little step in introducing more intuition, guidance, trust and flow into your business. You will see the flow on effect. You will feel it. I have a set of values. I value customer service. Yes. Um, put that into my business. Okay, next. Well, I set the intention every day to treat everybody without judgment. 
when that customer shows up to me, and I have seen this over and over again, this customer comes up to you, they want to buy a product valued at $100,000. Good lesson for everybody to remember. So this customer comes up to you and they want to buy a $100,000 product. They're not dressed um, in the in a very nice way. They might be covered in tattoos. I'm just talking all stereotypically judgmental points of view here. So they don't have any shoes on. And you start talking to them and treating them like you're giving them that stereotypical judgment point of view. You might think to yourself, oh, well, this person clearly can't afford this. I'm not going to spend the time investing in selling them that product versus just treating them like everybody else, treating them as though they were the best dressed person there. I'm talking from one extreme to the other to really get this message uh, through. The person who's dressed the worst is probably the wealthiest person there. Because experienced sale people probably know that the people without shoes on, they're the ones with the money because they didn't waste it on the pair of shoes. <laughs> I hope that there's been some clear messages there around the difference between setting the values that um, are areas of our business that we can control versus setting the intention where we can share the feeling through the business. And at the end of the day, feeling is the main language of the universe. So we're really limiting ourselves in our businesses if we aren't tapping into that infinite power that's there. And using the the, the language of feeling through our business just allows that expansion. As an example, when I'm working as a healer in my clinic, and I don't really talk about this a lot, when I'm there, I'm stepping up to be of service and healing. And the intention I hold holds more value than the values that I hold. So I might value that person having a great experience, but if I just show up to the table with that, or what is a client going to get out of it? What are they going to walk away having received? But if I stand there and I hold the intention that whatever shows up for them today, I am there to be of service of the highest good of myself and the highest good of all and the highest good of them, how do you feel the outcomes might differ? Like this is big stuff we are talking about here. I'm going to take that little bit of information today and I'm going to incorporate it into my business tomorrow and I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to see how it grows. I'm just going to see how it flourishes, how the energy changes. If I notice how customers respond differently or how staff feel more importantly, because if we have a heart in our business, then our organs are the staff, right? Like they're the ones supporting, they're the physical structure to the business and seeing where that can evolve. So the difference between having a set of values and having a set of intentions, and these intentions might come into your weekly meetings. They may be overall intentions for the business, but this is where the power lies. This is where the energy flows. And this is how you introduce that language of feeling into your business. One small step I invite you to take to really start you know, practicing or really start introducing that interlude of spiritualism into the business. Whilst as a business leader or somebody involved in the business can work on themselves following those gut intuitive callings and seeing the signs and looking for the guidance, these are all just methods at the end of the day of how we're going to marry, marry these two aspects that actually belong together, have belonged together and been together for some time until we were taught that it was better to separate them. Delving from there, we're going to look at when things don't go our way and how we overcome that. So sometimes things just don't go to plan. Maybe that venture that you started out on, it doesn't succeed. 
you might be in a time of feeling really lost. Maybe your path is just more difficult because your calling is higher. In these moments, it is pivotal to focus on yourself inwards, to regroup and center yourself. The universe does not close a door without intending to open another one. So it's an invitation for redirection. I personally invite failure in. When I fail, I stop, I take a moment. At the moment, I jump into the pool. I might swim for 45 minutes and I just process that failure. And from that, I step up and my goodness, I have got some insights and some direction that I did not have before. And I'm extremely thankful for the failure then it invited in new information that I was not going to be able to receive without that experience. So in that time of reconnection, swim, or you could meditate, journal, speak to somebody you trust. It's really just about processing and acknowledging what's occurred, let it go. And then this is where the comeback of Empower Her really lives. It's about standing up, dusting off, and looking at the horizon with new eyes. Realigning your path is not just a return to form, it's an elevation. It's in these moments that we summon our inner phoenix and rise from the ash brighter and more powerful than before. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it will be a very fun journey if you can make the most of the turbulence. Every setback is a setup for a comeback. Come back to the basics. What first ignited your passion? What made you choose this path? And then when you're reconnecting with your why, this will get you back to your new path or your direction. Set some new intentions. What does one to two years time look like? And it's setting clear intentions here. So not talking about, I want to have a really big house in one year's time and I want to be really wealthy. It's like, okay, in one year's time, I want to have a property that has five bedrooms, two bathrooms, an office. It's fully air conditioned and it's got a cleaner that's very trustworthy and comes weekly and it feels really, really good with energy. It's the difference between saying, I just want a really big house and then setting clear, defined parameters around what that intention looks like. When we hold that and we hold it and we have it close in our heart, then we naturally do just go, okay, like it's a goal. And we start working towards that. And we do have a sense of letting it go and just allowing it to happen. That's another great example of setting intentions. When we do change the way we are, or we challenge the status quo, it's, it is an architectural way of change. I want to dedicate this episode to the rebels, the thinkers, the innovators, and let's talk about the times we've questioned the way things are and found the way things could be and just embrace that discomfort and how it can lead us to growth and help us make a difference in our corners of the world. Remember that to empower her is to trust the journey. Even when the destination isn't clear, it's to lean into the spiritual core for strength and let your intuition lead you through the labyrinth of entrepreneurship. You are always being held by the universe. And if you seek signs or the resilience you need, it's always within you. Carry with you the knowing that your path is purposeful. Your insights are invaluable and your potential is limitless. I urge you to take one small step towards the life you envision. Set one intention or make a wish and write it down and hold it for the next six months. Every grand journey begins with the courage to take a simple step, to step out of the norm and do something different. When we do something different, we are able to shift all of the energy around us. So thank you for this sacred time together on Just a Medium with this lovely episode of Empower Her. I pray that you are able to continue to walk in your awareness 
with grace and confidence. Until we meet again, may your days be filled with curiosity, your nights with dreams and every moment in between with the deep peace of knowing that you are who and where you are meant to be.